When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. This is Doc Insider. Insider. Give it to Burnell. He's got the first down. And go, Duck fans. Start celebrating. Oregon is the 2019 Pac-12 champion. The 2020 Rose Bowl champion. champion. Another open three. Good. Dribbles and slams with the right hand. For the third time in the last five years, the Ducks are champions and now Pac-12 tournament champion. Welcome to Duck Insider. We're just getting started. This is Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Live from the Country Financial Studio, here's Joey Mack. Thank you, and welcome to another busy edition as we are right in the middle of fall camp. But the Ducks were in pads for the first time, full pads for the first time today. So we have a lot of interviews coming up, including head coach Mario Cristobal, who met with the media just a little while ago. We have that for you coming up on the show. We will also hear from a number of Oregon football players uh, as we jump into a lot of interviews. Also, though, some good news today coming 
about Hayward Field. Brand new Hayward Field, as we know. NCAA championships will be hosted at Hayward Field for six of the next seven years, starting in 2021. Can't wait for 2021 to get here, by the way. Does everybody else feel that way? I sure feel that way. 2021, 22, 24, 25, 26, and 27 will all be Hayward Field's track and field championships. I mean, this is just great. What better way to introduce the world and the NCAA to Hayward Field? Hosting those championships for outdoor track and field. Just outstanding. Congratulations to uh, really everybody involved at Hayward Field. So we're going to hear from Mario Cristobal coming up in just a moment, but wanted to start with that. A uh, big note, note today is that Chris Randazzo opting out of the season due to COVID-19 concerns. That is uh, the latest from Mario Cristobal, but we'll hear from him coming up in just a moment. And also, the women's Final Four won't be in Portland in 2026 and 2027. I'm disappointed. I am honestly, I really thought that we were going to see the Final Four for the women in Portland. It's unfortunate, but here we are. Uh, instead, though, Portland was awarded the NCAA Tournament Women's Regional for 2024. Also got the Men's NCAA Tournament first and second rounds in 2026. I don't know if that's a really good consolation prize, but it's a consolation prize Nonetheless, uh, so there you go. Some of the news for today. Uh, we're going to hear from Mario Cristobal in two parts, and he talked to the media for about, oh, 17, 18 minutes today, right around the noon hour. We're live in the 1 o'clock hour, so we've got it ready for you. Also, we're going to hear from Alex Forth Forsyth. Uh, great quotes from Alex Forsyth, by the way. You're really going to like what you hear from him. Cyrus B.B. Leakio, as Georgie calls him, T.D. Leakio. Johnny Johnson third, and new wide receivers coach Brian, Brian McClendon met with the media last night. That's our entire show for today. As I've often said, nobody cares what I think. Let's hear from the coaches and players, beginning with the head football coach, Mario Cristobal. Good morning. Good afternoon to everybody. Appreciate you guys being on here. Uh, this was, uh, for us, practice five. We've had four really challenging practices in the last, um, I would say four in the last five days. Today was a big walkthrough, what we refer to as our mental sweat day. What I mean by mental sweat is, we line up our ones with two stacked behind them, three stacked behind them. Our uh, our look team's on the other side, and we run through periods of offensive and defensive situational football from end-of-game plays to um, coming-out plays, uh, fourth-down plays, uh, defending such plays as well. All of our special teams units and situational stuff backed up in their territory. Uh, defending fakes, you name it, a lot of that today. So it was a day where uh, we feel we gained a lot of ground, uh, certainly productive, and looking forward to getting on the pads again tomorrow, going full pads and actually doing some tackling. So uh, with that being said, questions, please. So the offensive line, I didn't want to, again, didn't want to read too much into guys you didn't mention, but you didn't hear about Sam Putasi, but saw he was at practice at least last week and didn't hear about Chris Brandazzo, just what was the status of each of them. And for Whenever you scrimmage, will uh, Anthony and Tyler go live? Sam Patasi should be mentioned because he's done a really good job. Sam Patasi has shown that he's very versatile. He is healthy for the first time in a long time. He's weighing 300 pounds, and he's, very, he's worked extremely hard on his body. And uh, his versatility knowledge of the offense has been very beneficial to us, moving him around and him helping the young guys adjust. Chris Rondazzo will opt out for the season. 
Okay, so that's the update on him. In terms of going live on the quarterbacks, we will not go live on the quarterbacks. Hey, Mario, is, uh, is that opt-out because of coronavirus concerns? And what have you learned about your team through five practices that you didn't know a week ago? Yes, it is a COVID, uh, COVID opt-out. So he'll be returning and joining us. Uh, he's in classes now, but he rejoins the team and activities in the springtime. Um, what I've learned about our team, things that we thought were there already, toughness, resiliency, very talented, very young. We're reteaching everything. Uh, our coaches, our team leaders, our older guys, just nothing is taken for granted. It's a restart button situation every single day. The focus, the emphasis, and the definition of culture and leadership is at the forefront. You know, when we could talk about scheme a lot, and I know you had a chance to speak with our coordinators, they jumped it into a little they jumped into it a little bit. But more than anything, I see a team that's just really determined to elevate things to eliminate any type of entitlement to put all 19 um, accomplishments behind us because there's a lot more, uh, like they say, there's, there's more meat on the bone. So very forward-thinking group and one that we will continue to challenge, and we are challenging them. We are, and they know that we practice a certain way. We're going to be physical, and um, that's what I've learned from them so far. And, uh, but they're a great bunch to be around. They're as, as fun as enthused, as energetic as a, as a group of guys I've ever been around. Hey, Coach, you know, oftentimes the guys that, are tran that transfer in, like JC transfers, graduate transfers, you expect stuff sooner rather than later out of guys like that that have limited time. You have four of them this year. I was wondering about T.J. Bass, Jordan Happel, uh, Anthony Brown, Bennett Williams. Can you just talk about, you know, just to the extent you can after five practices, where those guys are? Yeah, no, that's a great point. You expect them, right? If you're going to try to bring a guy that's a grad transfer or a junior college player into your program, you're doing it because they already are physically mature and you certainly want to target guys that are mentally mature, that from a cultural standpoint, they understand that they are joining a new family. They have to adapt. They have to come full, full way, full throttle to make it work. What have I seen from them so far? TJ Bass is going to be an outstanding football player. He is powerful. He's massive. He's smart. Tough, diligent, all those things have been extremely impressed with him. I could say the same thing about the rest of the guys. We'll start with Anthony Brown. You know, you can imagine a quarterback being a quarterback, coming off an injury like he did, getting here during the time that he did, not being able to rep with the football team, but yet to be where he's at from a schematic knowledge standpoint and, um, and function the way he is, it's a testament to him and his upbringing and his DNA. He's been excellent. Um, who else do we have? My man Happel. I mean, it's he, he kind of knows the defense a little bit, very comfortable with the calls. I think that he, besides experience, knowledge of the scheme, another guy that's made of the right stuff, you know, in the short time that he's been here. And, you know, you, you don't want to speak too much until guys have been here for a while, but everything I've seen lends to us believing that we have found ourselves a guy that's going to be a major contributor and a guy that fits in with the culture extremely well. All these guys are looking to fit in. I don't see anyone trying to take it over, make it about them. They're making it about the team. And Bennett Williams, the same way. You know, Bennett was an extremely um, – I, I guess he had a lot of accolades as a freshman when he was out playing in the, the Big Ten a little while back. And uh, he flashes what we think is going to be one heck of a football player. Smart, um, really good tackler, great balance and body control, instincts, uh, ability to play man, zone, um, good blitzer. 
Okay, good in coverage. Uh, all in all, just really, really pleased with those four guys. Hey, Coach. Uh, first, uh, an update on Samson, if he's made a determination there and if he's playing. And then, and then secondly, uh, James mentioned it, but when will the first scrimmage be and, and kind of what do you want to get out of that? Yeah, there's no update on Samson, but I'll get that to you when we do have an update. The first scrimmage will be on Saturday. What will it entail? It'll entail everything. Our, um, our, our last bit of being able to play a full game type install takes place in tomorrow's practice. Uh, it will be a physical practice. You know, we will practice all those scenarios we mentioned earlier, uh, short yards and goal line and, you know, the tight red zone, some of the high red zone stuff as well, end it with two minute um, and certainly come back on Friday and work some similar situations as well so that on Saturday we can, we can play football, get everybody off the field, get our coaches up in the boxes, put on the headsets and play ball, call a game as if it was a live game. So that's going to be the scenario. Um, everybody will get repetitions. It'll be a, a large volume, I would say, from a play count standpoint, and we will grade it just like a game and certainly start um, just taking that next step towards the second week of camp. We look at this week as week one of camp plus the Friday, Saturday of last week. That's what we look at it as. We'll scrimmage again the following uh, Saturday, and um, we'll probably have a a mini scrimmage sort of uh, speak or so to speak on the Wednesday, uh, 10 days leading up to the first game. Hey, Mario, you've, you've known the Sewell family for quite some time now, and uh, mm -hmm. I, I think anybody who's talked to their dad and knows their dad knows that's kind of what makes them tick. But just having Noah in camp now and, and getting to know him a bit, like, how is he different than, than, than Penny was and, and, and maybe just some, some what you've noticed from him so far? Hard not to smile when you bring up that name, that family. Um, ironically, was on the phone last night with Arlene Sewell and, and Gabe Sewell, and all I told them, I guess the best way to summarize it, I said, well, I can give you confirmation. He's definitely a Sewell because he plays a game a certain way. He is uh, he's what you want in a player. Um, you know, a leader, you know, your own son, teammate. I mean, he's uh, – and he's learning a lot, you know. Obviously, he doesn't have it all down yet. No freshman does, but uh, physical, tough, explosive, relentless, wants to learn, eager to learn, um, owns up to a false read or a mistake in coverage or something like that. Um, the expectations for him, you can't set him high enough because he has those for himself already. So can't wait to turn him loose tomorrow and watch them do what, what Sewell's do. Pretty doggone good family uh, to be acquainted with if you're Coach Crisball, right? They've got uh, some great ones there for sure, and not just on the football field, but as Coach will tell you, great people as well. Uh, we're going to get a quick timeout. When we come back, and hear a lot more from Mario Cristobal, the Oregon football head coach, part two of his press conference from today. That's next on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. After two years of construction, my wife and I finally moved into our dream home. So when a bathtub fixture broke, causing major water damage, I was glad we had the home insurance protection we needed. How do you know your home is protected? Talk to a country financial rep like me, Nick Simon. We can help you understand your options and select coverages to meet your needs. Then if something happens to your home, you won't have any surprises. Need the right coverage for your home but not sure where to start? Visit TakeSimpleSteps.com or contact a local country representative. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon athletics because student athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. 
So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. Join in. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Your daily dose of Oregon athletics. This is Duck Insider from Learfield IMG College. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. GOAT. G-O-A-T. Acronym. Stands for Greatest of All Time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, fish tag. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcoming you back to Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union here inside the Country Financial Studio. Uh, we're coming up on our Oregon Football Coaches Show, actually. Scott and I were just talking about that before we went on the air here, putting some plans together for the Oregon Football Coaches Show. We'll be back the first game week, uh, talking with Mario Cristobal, Jerry, and Georgie. Should be fun. Looking forward to it. We also have our Toyota OSN Classic coming up this weekend. Friday, no, Friday, that's not the weekend. Saturday at 11 a.m. I guess Friday kind of is the week. It's the gateway to the weekend. F- Saturday at 11 a.m., uh, Toyota OSN Classics. We're going to have the latest from Oregon football practice and, and what's been going on at practice. And then we'll jump into what is a very, very exciting exciting game. Uh, it's actually going to be Oregon's Pac-12 championship win over Utah that we'll relive with you on Saturday. Meanwhile, Mario Cristobal, as the Ducks were in pads for the first time today, he talked to the media just a little while ago. Latest from Mario Cristobal. Where does Logan Sogopalu fit within the offensive line and kind of the expectation of him coming off that mission? And then uh, looking at TJ Bass, he had a wide range of, of schools that offered him various uh, you know, schematic uh, teams, Washington State's air raid, your guys' offense. Does that allow him maybe to, to play multiple spots? I was kind of surprised you included him as a, as a tackle player. Yeah, no, no question. Those are two good questions. Logan, Logan fits in perfectly with what we do. Logan went on a mission. And Logan's a naturally big guy, and on his mission, he got a little bit bigger, uh, but he's, again, he's, he was born to be big now, okay? I mean, uh, he's, they talk about big bones. Um, you've seen his videos when he's squatting, like, I think he had a house on his back. I'm not sure what he did, but he's lost a probably 35 to 40 pounds, and he's moving, and he's moving really well. And he's a guy that just knocks out the A's and B's, and at the same time can slide his feet and anchor and pass pro. And he's smart, and he has multiple position value. He's at center. He's at guard. He's going to play this year. He's going to contribute. You know, he's in there. He's fighting along with all those other guys in the interior. As we're trying to find the best mix. And I would love to say we've settled on what we're doing with those guys up front um, because of the type of season and, and dealing with, you know, the potential issues that COVID can bring. You need to. You need to get guys. Um, you got to settle on a starting group, but you also got to make sure that you're prepared to handle anything. 
TJ Bass is, uh, I guess, the best comparison. Reminds all of us of Shane Lemieux is what he is. And big, physical, explosive. Um, he is not one of these push mall guys. This guy's a legitimate, like, powerful explosive, knock you back, finish you type of guys. But he's very talented because he's got great range, and that's why we've thrown him out there at tackle, which he's played in junior college, and he has excelled. He's excelled at left tackle. He's excelled at right tackle. We have a special player there. He, re he reminds me of uh, the guys that were just here, that just left, where I think if we threw him a ball today and said, hey, get in that center, I think we wouldn't skip a beat. So that's how much confidence uh, we have in him. So, And the best part about it is the culture part where he's – to every meeting 10 minutes early uh, he's always staying late so great uh great addition to this this program Mario, to go to some of your quarterback uh competitions in your coaching uh history you had wesley carroll at fiu but he sat and and got to learn the offense before becoming the starter you were at alabama when blake sims held on to it when coker came in and everyone in that region thought coker was going to get the job that year do you see anything analogous to your past quarterback competitions that you were on staffs with to the situation you're in now? You know, I've never thought of it that way. I may end up in some kind of scenario that I've experienced before, but I see two guys that are certainly ahead of the younger guys. I see a very talented young group of guys, and I think Saturday is going to be great for them. Just let them play. And I see two guys that are older, one with experience as having played live downs and another one that has – that has waited and sat behind a guy who's been unbelievable here and has played against a great defense that are just, uh, they're really good players. Uh, you hate to really just go on and on about a quarterback that hasn't played in your system yet and Coach Moorhead's offensive system, who's the guy's a great quarterback coach. I mean, he really, the details of all he does is awesome. Um, we just want to keep them hungry, keep them competing, and make them understand and feel like their, their competition is no different than the ones going on at left tackle or at, you know, Mike linebacker. It's just we do things a certain way, so we expect to uh, to find uh, the right the right move, the right fit to move forward. Coach, you know, I've realized this very early in camp and everything, but have any guys caught your eye, perhaps guys that we wouldn't don't know that much about, um, have caught your eyes in these first five sessions? Yes, I actually on the way in here, I was writing some things down. Some guys I'd like to mention that are really important. I think uh, some guys you know about, but they need to be mentioned. The leadership of Nick Pickett and Verone McKinley have been something that's really been special to watch, and it's got to continue to grow and improve, and it can never let up. I see Jamal Hill, Steve Stevens, um, really just jumping out on tape, understanding what they're doing, playing fast, making plays. Um, I see the young defense alignment that were part of last year's class between Keon, you know, Dorless, uh, Christian Williams. And I think all three of those guys have provided some really good snaps, have been just block, understand what they're doing. Um, good to see Adrian Jackson out there and, and have watching Adrian grow and mature. And now he's at a point where he has an opportunity to prove himself. Um, as a guy that can be consistent and dependent upon, and he knows that you know he's got an opportunity, and it's going to be on him to do so. We feel he's going to do it, as well as Isaac Townsend. This guy's exploded in the weight room. So has Braden Swinson, who's been in a short amount of time. Um, love watching what Cyrus has done with his body, as well as Travis. You know, CJ, CJ, CJ has taken another massive step in development. Cyrus and Travis look, man, 
they just, these guys have changed, just gotten better and better. You guys talked to Alex Forsythe yesterday. He's the guy's natural leader, respected, loved by all those guys. It goes on and on. I think George Moore has taken a massive step as a player. I think the wide receiver room, just overall, under the tutelage of Ryan McClendon, has been just one of the most impressive things that I've seen. The accountability, the level of toughness, the way those guys are being held to a standard where there is no wiggle room. So, you know, I could go on and on and on. The young linebackers, you know, all those guys we just talked about, Noah, but Justin Flo, Jackson LaDuke have been awesome under the leadership of Drew Mathis. So, guys, I'll, I'll stop with all that there because I'll go on and on and on. I wrote a lot of notes on the way in, but since you guys aren't here to see it, I want to provide you with some information. That is, that, that's that's real. You know, the kickers, the kickers and the punters, I mean, that ball is now just, there's lift, you know. There's consistency and hang time. There's consistency in ball placement, which helps your coverage teams. David Davis, I can't say enough about him. Most unselfish guy I've ever seen. Handles a lot, manages a lot. Proud of him. Tough. Tough, tough, tough. I mean, in every sense of the word, so. With with Flo and Sewell, they're obviously different positions than what Kayvon is, but they were similar talent levels coming in as freshmen. I mean, can you at all compare to just readiness wise I mean obviously it would be kind of crazy to expect somebody to come out and have eight or nine sacks like Kayvon did last year but you definitely saw with him last year once it clicked for him he was you know either your best or second best defender on on that roster last year just because they're similar talents like where where are they kind of on that spectrum well you know KT had the benefit of going through the winter program the fourth quarter program spring ball that's a lot you know, these guys had, you know, unfortunately, you know, dealing with the, the, the COVID, the pandemic that just shut everything down. And I would say that I don't think it's going to slow them down. I think you're going to see a couple of really impactful, impactful guys. And I would throw a guy like Chris Hudson as a guy for you guys to watch as well. His explosiveness is a special guy. And when we put a lot on him. Because when you're a freshman wide receiver, it's it's going to require all the little things that go with being a great player. But again, um, Johnny Johnson, Jalen Red have done a great job tutoring him. You know, they really have done a great job getting him to understand how we do things around here. Mario, a lot of times during camps, the offense starts out ahead of the defense, and then once they start running the same plays over and over again, it it flips. Um, with so much newness on offense and such a talented, you know, the list of talent you just mentioned on defense, is it kind of the opposite or, or what have you seen from that competition back and forth so far? Well, the defense is ahead, but there is enough back and forth that lends you to believe that we have a good football team. You know, if it was an absolute just butt whooping every single day, that's when you're staying up at night because you're either phenomenal on one side or really poor on the other. You don't see that yet. You know, they, uh, the defense is definitely ahead. There's more maturity there. But there is some really good play on the offensive side as it's gelling. So, um, and every day there's something new. There's progress in some form or fashion. Really exciting to see how that's going. And you see, you have a couple of quarterbacks that have command of it in the short time they've been here. That makes a huge difference. So, all in all, it's it's been a very competitive, a very physical, a very intense camp, and uh, they've handled a lot. And that's why today was important to kind of shut down the engines to be able to recoup and get ready to go tomorrow and uh, and bring it. 
Mario Cristobal, the Oregon football head coach, met with the media this afternoon. Uh, he, he started out actually saying, good morning, but is it still morning? And it wasn't morning anymore. Uh, and he said that they're in the submarine. They're they're in Groundhog Day. Coach Cristobal meeting with the media. Up next, we're going to hear from a ton of different offensive players, including Alex Forsythe, who has really taken on a leadership role on the offensive line, a new-look offensive line. We're going to hear from Alex Forsythe next. It's Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union, back inside the Country Financial Studio after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. All it takes is one drop to make a wave. One beat to inspire a track. One spark to get creativity flowing. With every drop, Life Water refreshes your mind and restores your body. Purified water, pH balanced with electrolytes for taste. Designed with original works of art on every bottle. Let us be your source of inspiration. Life Water, the feel-good water. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon Athletics because student-athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. Join in. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. You're listening to Duck Insider. Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tweens have mastered the art of tuning out. Jen, there's a spider in the car. We're turning your room into a home gym. See? Nothing. But some messages need to get through. Like making sure they're buckled up. The whole ride, every time. Do whatever it takes to make your child listen. Jen, I friended your boyfriend. Wait, what? Buckle up, sweetie. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To buy your home, you became a house hunting ace. Learned about loans, scoured neighborhoods, and asked the right questions. Now you're queen of your castle. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll feel empowered to own your retirement like you own your home. Go to aceyourretirement.org. Because when it comes to clearing financial hurdles, you're an ace. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Back on Doug Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. I want to take a look at your Oregon Imaging Center's inside look and go back in time a little bit with me. Remember, Panay Sewell opting out for this season. Ducks also lose seniors in Dallas Warmack who transferred in, and then that great recruiting class that all played as redshirt freshmen. Brady Aiello, Jake Hansen, Shane Lemieux, Calvin Throckmorton. With all of those guys moving on, what does the offensive line look like? And Chris Randazzo today announcing that, or coach announcing that he's opting out of the season. So what does that offensive line look like? You heard Coach Cristobal talk about it there, but I think Alex Forsyth is going to be a big, big part of this offensive line. He's modeled himself a lot after Calvin Throckmorton, the ability to play different positions. And that ability to play different positions is going to be paramount because injuries and illness are a bigger concern this year than they've ever been before. That offensive line for the Ducks is going to be a real key to Oregon's success, and I think Alex Forsythe is going to be a big reason why. As he takes you inside his mentality with our Oregon Imaging Center's inside look, here's Alex Forsythe talking to the media. 
first uh, going back to spring uh, or even before the spring, we were asking whether it was left guard or center. Uh, we've only seen you at center so far. Uh, is that still the case? Are you there exclusively? And who's been uh, in that case, who's been working with you uh, on each side of you at, at each of the guard spots? Yeah, we've been uh, we've all been kind of rotating around positions, just trying to find the, the best five guys um, that can play. So I've played tackle. I've played guard. I've played center so far in just our uh, our four fall camp practices. So we've, we've all kind of moved around um, with different variations of guys who are snapping or guys who are playing guard um, or tackle. So we've we've all rotated in um, center guard and tackle, really. Hey, Alex. Um, obviously, last year's group, they had all that experience and they were, you know, had such a great, uh, you know, chemistry from getting thrown in there together. A lot of them as freshmen and playing so many snaps. How would you kind of describe the chemistry you have with, you know, the next generation of offensive linemen um, with many of you guys kind of probably bonding behind the scenes and preparing behind those guys? Yeah, yeah. So I think the, the past few years, you know, I came in with uh, George Moore and Ryan Walk um, were in my class. And so I think we, we've all been with the, the twos these past few years and kind of bonding and gaining that chemistry that's, that's so valuable, even though we haven't, you know, played a lot of snaps on the field together. Um, I think just kind of behind the scenes in practice, we've definitely benefited um, from all these. And then we got a lot of new young guys coming in. Um, obviously, we have now we have zero returning uh, starters, which is a lot of some big shoes to fill, especially with the older guys and how, how experienced they were and all of them starting like over 50 games or whatever it is between Throck, Shane, and, uh, and Jake and those guys. So, you know, some big shoes to fill, but, you know, we just got to keep working every single day. And I think the chemistry that we built over the past few years has, uh, has definitely helped us and definitely uh, these past few months getting the young guys in and, you know, bonding with them and teaching them the playbook. I think that's that's really, really helped us and benefited from it. Yeah, hey Alex, you mentioned playing all those different O-line spots. You seem like you had a pretty good <clears throat> player to follow there with Calvin in terms of his uh, versatility. Just what did you learn from him? And then maybe did you have a comfort zone, a favorite spot up on the offensive line? Yeah, yeah. Throck was, I mean, that's that's a true uh, Swiss Army knife right there of uh, offensive line play. He He played everything and you know, he, he never complained one bit about moving from left tackle, whether it was left tackle to right tackle or right tackle to center or to right guard, wh whatever it was, he just didn't complain. And so I think that's something you got to, you got to recognize it's, it's, I mean, it's not easy going from different positions, but you know, you, you just got to do what you got to do, like whatever's, whatever's best for the team, whatever's going to help the team win. Um, you got to do that. I think that's a big thing that I picked up um, from him. So I think I'm comfortable with whatever position they want me at and whatever position I can help the team win at is what, what I want to play and, and what I want to do. And whatever they want me to do, I'll, I'll do it. One of the biggest things on offensive line is, is who's going to be the leader? Uh, who's going to be the leaders taking over with this whole new cast of characters? You know, um, tell me about who's kind of taken on those roles so far. You know, just the guys that have been here, um, you know, leadership isn't, it's not inherited. It's, it's got to be earned. And I think that's the only way you can respect leadership is if the person earns it. So, you know, I'm trying to earn a, earn a leadership spot on this offensive line. And uh, I think a, a good quote Coach Mirabal put up today in the O-line room was from Michael Jordan. It says, you, you earn your leadership every day. So I think that's the perfect kind of mantra for, for the O-line room right now is, it, it needs leadership because you got five guys that left that played a lot of snaps here and that were obviously really talented um, and high caliber players. So you, replacing that, you, you need to have leadership ready to go. So 
I'm trying my best to to kind of win over the room and be be a leader and have them have them be able to follow and you know all the older guys Ryan Walk, Stephen Jones, George Moore, all those guys are we're, we're all trying to lead lead this uh, this unit. Not only do you guys have to replace five starters, you also have to learn a new offense system under Joe Moorhead. I'm kind of curious, just from an offensive line standpoint, what's different uh, about this offense compared to what you've been used to the last couple of years? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely similarities in in what we do. I can't go into, I mean, a whole lot of a whole lot of detail of of what we're running, but you know, like football is pretty much pretty much the same. Uh, there, there's a lot of the same schemes or similar blocking schemes um, that carry over, and there's some different stuff. So you just, I think, the biggest thing is you got to adapt to whatever whatever the coach wants you to run and certain plays that, that are different than what we've ran before and certain plays are the same. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of differences um, in there, but yeah, it's just, it's just adapting to whatever, whatever they throw at you. Hey Alex, uh, I'm just curious, what's your, probably your biggest takeaway if you could choose one from last year's group and, and is the mindset for, for you guys on the O-line different heading into this fall camp, knowing that you guys are going to get a lot more time on the field? Yeah, I, th- I think the the biggest thing we we learned from the group last year is that y- you know I talked about the earned leadership and earning your right to play play at Oregon, um, and that nothing nothing's inherited. I think that's a that's a big thing that they they uh, showed us, and they, they were the most consistent group I've ever I've ever seen. They brought it every single day, and you know they were the leaders of the team. Um, so I guess just seeing that blueprint, that's something that that I'm, I'm very grateful that we we got to see. Um, and that we can kind of carry over, and we, we've seen the blueprint. So we're we're trying to basically follow in their footsteps in terms of leading the team and uh, you know earning the respect and, and the leadership positions. Um, and for going into this year, yeah, I mean every year you got to go in wanting to compete. Um, obviously, it was last year it was really tough to uh, you know if you wanted to get on the field. We had like six or seven guys that were rotating in, um, so tough to break that rotation. Um, and now there's you know five open spots and everybody's trying to earn a earn a position and a like a starting a starting spot. So it's definitely a competition. Um, but that's that's how it's been since I've got here. Oregon offensive line over the last few years has gained a lot of national notoriety, mostly because of Panay's success and the guys who who went on to play in the NFL last year. Um, I'm curious with Coach Cristobal's success of recruiting the offense, the offensive line, and the type of caliber of players that are coming now. I'd, I'd like to get your assessment of, of that caliber of offense, offensive line members who are there now, and Oregon being called offensive line U. Yeah, you know, I think that's um, <laughs> that's that's a cool title to, to have, I guess. Um, you know, like I said, the, the, the other guys that were, that were here before, um, Shane, Jake, Brady, Rock, Panay, Dallas, all those guys, you know, they earned the right um, to be what I thought was the best offense line in the country last year. Um, and I know people will try to argue that, but that's that's my opinion. That's what I think is I, – I, I thought they were personally. Um, and, you know, they were the most consistent group. Like I said, they came up and showed up the same time every day before everybody else. And, you know, they worked their butts off to get where they are. Um, and so kind of seeing that, you know that's that that's what it really takes. Um, you know to play to play offensive line here. I think is is just grinding. Um, and you know obviously recruiting high caliber guys. But when you can get high caliber guys and match them up with if they have high character too, you know you're going to have a special a special unit most definitely. 
Good stuff from Alex Forsyth. I mean, it is offensive line you. We know that. A you know, big reason why were guys that worked really, really hard and some guys that Coach Cristobal inherited, but certainly made them a lot better. Now we're going to see that next generation of offensive linemen here at Oregon. And that's your inside look at the offensive line. Brought to you by Oregon Imaging Centers, established in 1988. Oregon Imaging Centers would like to remind you that you have a voice in choosing your medical imaging provider. Choose quality, choose service, choose Oregon Imaging Centers. The choice is yours. Up next, we're going to choose to hear from Cyrus Bibilicchio. That's after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. After two years of construction, my wife and I finally moved into our dream home. So when a bathtub fixture broke, causing major water damage, I was glad we had the home insurance protection we needed. How do you know your home is protected? Talk to a country financial rep like me, Nick Simon. We can help you understand your options and select coverages to meet your needs. Then if something happens to your home, you won't have any surprises. Need the right coverage for your home but not sure where to start? Visit TakeSimpleSteps.com or contact a local country representative. All it takes is one drop to make a wave. One beat to inspire a track. One spark to get creativity flowing. With every drop, Life Water refreshes your mind and restores your body. Purified water, pH balanced with electrolytes for taste. Designed with original works of art on every bottle. Let us be your source of inspiration. Life Water, the feel-good water. This is the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired, but I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Back on Nugget Cider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Cyrus P.B. Likio really has a nose for the end zone. It's kind of cool. We were listening back to that Washington game from last year where he was hurtling defenders and just going out of his mind. And, and Cyrus P.B. Likio, I, I just I really love the way that he approaches life and approaches the game. And Cyrus met with the media here uh, yesterday. Uh, we didn't get a chance to play it yesterday as he talked about the running back room, the competition, and what this offense looks like. Cyrus P.B. Likio. Hey, Cyrus, like talk, talk to you early during the quarantine period when you were talking about just like how much you were investing in your body, just working out at home and everything. And, you know, that at that point, that was about four months ago now. Just how, how did that process continue for you? And, and how do you feel now four days into um, actually like putting that onto the field? Yeah, yeah, I feel amazing. Um, I, I cut some weight, too. Um, lost about five pounds um, and put on some muscle, some healthy weight. So. I feel great. I actually uh, went down to San Diego, even purchased my own Airbnb and, and, and 
really just stayed in SoCal just to dedicate myself to to uh to working out and what I really worked on was just straight line running and getting faster so yeah Hey, um, you know, you're, you're becoming a veteran of this offense now. So with this first year, and you guys are mostly installed with this uh, first-year offense of Moorhead, describe how Duck fans are going to see differences this year with this offense versus what they've seen in the past. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, really, we're taking a lot of shots in practice, and that's what I've noticed. Um, Tyler and, and the other the other quarterbacks are they're, they're opening it up, and, and it's, it's awesome. Um, same, same philosophy of, you know, of the Smash Mouth football. Um, I think that's always going to be here as long as Crystal Ball's here, and I hope it is. Um, but really just opening up and taking shots and, and, and going downfield. Um, I, I know we really want to start fast. Um, so, yeah. Obviously, during the normal year, you guys would have had a full spring and you would have been working out together all summer. Uh, so how does that chemistry reset with five new offensive linemen and new quarterback going in, in a short amount of time with – you know, a veteran skill set, especially in the running back room? Yeah, I mean, first of all, just the team chemistry in general um, off the field, that's something that we kind of lacked this year. And that's kind of, I guess it's been a, a challenge, not really a struggle. Um, you know, we weren't allowed, we were limited to team activities and, and, and just really just bonding. But as far as the O-line, I mean, a lot of those guys um, were learning from, from our previous O-line last year, and then we know how great they are. So, um, as far as the chemistry, you know, it, it's going really well. Um, the first the first two days without pads, it was just a little iffy um, because we didn't have too much push off the ball. But but really, as soon as we strapped the pads on, I mean, I, I still feel like I'm running behind the same old line. So it's the same. And as far as Shuck, um, he's very confident. Um, you know, he was under Herbert's wing. So, you know, he has a lot of the same contributions and he's going to do well. Um, and, and as far as... Uh, as Anthony Brown too, you know, he's a veteran, not, not in this program, but you know, he's an older guy and, and he's taking lead and it's going really well. I'm really excited for this year. Hey, just, um, just with all the uncertainty of this off season, how did you, what kind of things did you do to stay focused? And, and also were you able to sort of step into a leadership role and, and with some of the younger, younger guys now that you're a veteran? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, like I mentioned earlier, it, it was, it was really hard just because we lacked, you know, the, the team events. But as far as, I mean, something as little as group chats, Zoom meetings, anything I could do uh, really just to reach out to some of the younger guys, um, you know, I, I tried to do. Um, reached out a lot to Noah Sewell. Um, I think we just have that natural Polynesian bond. Um, so I was checking up on him a lot. But just making sure everyone's good. Um, I, I know it's really hard as a, as a true freshman to come into this because this is something we've never experienced um, so I can only imagine coming straight from high school. Um, it's it's a bit easier for us because because we're uh, we're adjusted and we're used to everything. So just doing anything I can, and I'm gonna you know now that we're together, it's kind of nice, and I'm gonna keep pushing on them. And and you know in practice we're going hard, but at the same time you know I'm reminding them you know have fun, enjoy the process because um, honestly my my years here are flying by, and I, I I just it feels like yesterday that I I just got on the campus, um, so. That's all I'm really doing. Obviously, we've seen the three-headed monster use uh, CJ and Travis a fair amount. The younger guys, Sean, Javon, and Trey, who just got here, haven't seen them much. What can you maybe say about the running styles and, and maybe how they're coming along? Yeah, for sure. Um, you can really tell who's been who's been working hard um, in this off season, and um, I think you know those three the three younger guys have. But uh, Sean Dollars to me is really really uh, 
he's just he's 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 different this year. Um, he has a lot more hustle to him. Um, he's not as fatigued, and um, I know he worked a lot on his running as well. Um, and just mentality-wise too, I think he got that year under his belt. Um, so you know he's coming aggressive and he's hitting people and he's picking up blocks, which is huge in our offense. Um, Trey Benson, super athletic kid. Um, it's amazing how athletic he is um, at such a young age, and even just the way he's built too. Um, I mean, he looks like he's been in our program for a few years. Uh, he's around the same weight as me, same height. He's fluid. Uh, Javon, too, he's a lot more comfortable um, in this offense. Um, last year, he was running a bit high in practice. Now he's lowering his pads. He's bending. Um, everyone's just taking all of Mastro's advice and really just using it on the field. So those three guys, I'm excited for those three. Kind of curious, difference between this year's offense and and previous few offenses you guys have run in your time here and just what's it been like to have to pick up an offense with that's new with four spring practices and, and that's basically it yeah I mean it's it's kind of nice because we during the quarantine period we we had a lot of time to go over installs um so as far as mentally um the first few days of camp have almost felt repetitive which is in, in, in a good way um just because we've been we've been on those zoom meetings we've been hitting uh, the new installs a lot. Um, as far as on the field, um, it's just great just because everything, I mean, everything works. It makes sense. Um, it's a very fluid offense. I'm very comfortable. Um, and I always feel like there's there's always a plan B or C in that offense. So somehow I always feel like something's going to work out. Um, a lot of RPOs, run, run pass option. Um, so it feels great. And I, I love that we're taking shots because it even softens up the defense for the run game and vice versa. So kind of following up on that, Cyrus, uh, going back to when Joe was first hired, do you look into, did, did you at the time look into Mississippi State and see how he used the Kylan Hill a lot out of the backfield? I mean, you guys, you guys went to CJ and you a, a good bit in the receiving game, a little bit less last year, more so in 18, but he went to Hill a lot in the receiving game and yeah, so a little bit in spring, the, I mean, it's not giving anything away. Clearly there's a little bit more of an option run element in this offense than there was previously can you speak to just what the differences really are between this offense and the previous offense yeah for sure I mean although we're taking a lot of shots um what's emphasized huge in our offense is is, is checking down to the running backs um which of course I you know I love <laughs> who wouldn't um especially at my position but really honestly everything is just is just opening up it's it's like I said before, it's it's awesome to see how fluid everything is is going. And especially for the first four, you know, four real practices that we've had. I mean, besides spring, uh, we're doing really well. And, and I think that's a huge sign. I mean, there's fundamentals. We haven't been hitting against each other and I haven't hit somebody in a few months. So I get things as bending and, and you know, hands inside and all that. But as far as as the offense, um, I'm, I'm super excited about so. Great stuff from Cyrus B.B. Uh calling him T.D. Leakio. He just has a way of finding the end zone. Uh, really well-spoken and articulate guy. You're going to like to see more of him, I think, moving forward. So Tyler says in the comment section today, I want my cardboard cutout to sit next to Joey. <laughs> Are you sure? So, so wait, now, Tyler, i got to clarify. I, I, need, I need clarification. Do you want your cardboard cutout that's at Autzen Stadium to be next to me wherever I am at Autzen Stadium? Or do you mean like you want – cardboard cutout here next to me at the desk this is an important clarification it's an important clarification tyler all right we're gonna get a quick time out for those of you wondering about the cardboard cutouts goducks.com slash fan cutouts 
We're doing cardboard cutouts at Otz, and I'm pretty excited about it. I'm hoping that I'll be able to uh, roam amongst the cardboard. More Duck Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union coming up inside the Country Financial Studio after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon Athletics because student-athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. Join in. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. As my family continued to grow, I realized I'd have to replace my beloved Jeep with something that has, well, more seats. I'm Jason Hines, country financial rep and father of seven. Whether you're upgrading from your sporty ride with no room for a car seat or finally replacing your well-loved beater that still has a cassette player, you'll want the right protection for your new car. Work with a country financial rep like me and get the protection you need at a price you can afford. Learn more at takesimplesteps.com or contact a local country representative. More Duck Insider coming up on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. All right, everybody in the car, let's go. What are we going to do first when we get there, Mom? Go for a hike? Sure. What about canoeing? Can we go canoeing, too? I don't see why. How long does it take to get to the forest? It's not that far, sweetie. (sighs) Are we there yet? Yep, we're here. Already? It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. They say that car crashes happen in slow motion. The reality is that crashes happen fast. There's no time to think and no time to check if your child is in the right car seat. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your kids in the right seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Get more info at safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Cider presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Joy Mack inside the Country Financial Studio. Time for your Cafe Yum two-minute drill. Uh, keeping you up to date on some other things outside of football. The women's Final Four, unfortunately, won't be played in Portland in 2026 or 2025. Uh, made a bid. Hope for the best. But Portland was awarded the NCAA Tournament Women's Regional in 2024. Also got the men's NCAA Tournament first and second rounds in 2026. I feel like that's a consolation prize. Hayward Field, though? going to be hosting six of the next seven NCAA track and field championships, including this season. Well done to uh, Oregon track and field, Hayward field, six of the next seven years NCAA championship will be hosted at the brand new and really outstanding Hayward field. Uh, Chris Randazzo is opting out of the season due to COVID-19 concerns. Mario Cristobal announcing that this morning. Two minute drill brought to you by Cafe Yum restaurants throughout Oregon, Washington, where special diet requests, custom orders are always welcome. Menus, nutrition info, Cafe Yum. We're going to finish up today hearing from Johnny Johnson, a guy who really had a great end of the season last year. Georgie can't say enough good things about Johnny Johnson, and we heard from him talking with the media yesterday. To speak of the differences of Moorhead's offense, uh, obviously I'm guessing you're still probably working on the outside, but 
how different is uh, your position and, and your role in this offense compared to the prior offense and, uh, and how much more diverse or not is the, the route tree? Just how different is it uh, compared to the previous offense for you? I think uh, the playbook's really wide open. They got me playing a lot of different spots from inside to outside um, all over the place. And I'm excited to see what we're going to do. Um, as, as far as different, um, I, yeah, it's a different offense, but, you know, we're still taking shots like we used to, and it's going to be fun. After, like, the succession of so many guys opting out and then, like, you put out your message saying, like, you're coming back, just what was that day like? Because that, that seemed like a pretty joyous day for, like, the Oregon fan base just after the cascading news of people leaving. Just what was that like for you? Um, it was hard seeing some of my brothers leave. Um, you know, that was tough. Um, and, you know, I, I, I always wanted to play for f four years here. And, um, you know, that was something I want to do. Um, I was – when I saw that demo decided to come back, I was super excited because, you know, that class that came in, you know, we've experienced a lot together, and I'm just trying to finish it together. Johnny, as the guy who led the team in, in catch last year, what's it been like for you to watch Justin Herbert kind of tear it up in the NFL going against, you know, teams that have Mahomes and Breeze and Brady so far? Um, I'm excited for him. I've watched every game. Um, he's had a lot of close ones. He's, he's almost won a, a lot of them. Um, I'm excited for the way he's playing. And, you know, he's, he's going to be a 10-plus-year guy in the league. And, you know, I'm excited to see what he can do in the future. Yeah, you know, Tyler struck pretty well. You guys are from the same area in, in Arizona. Um, kind of segues right into that. What, what can we expect uh, out of Tyler Shuck as a quarterback? And what kind of have you seen from him? since Herbert has graduated and moved on from the program, just from like a leadership standpoint? Um, he's resilient. Um, you know, he has a heart for the game and, uh, you know, he, he, he gets guys together and gets guys juiced and ready to play. And I'm excited to see what he can do this year. He's doing a great job right now. And, you know, we'll just see how this, how this thing goes. Hey, Johnny, how was your, I guess it's obviously a very strange off season. Uh, I'm, I'm curious for you, how did you spend your time? And, and I know you and Tyler are from the same state. Did you guys maybe get together and, and work on some things uh, back in Arizona? Um, initially, when, it, when uh, the pandemic had first started and we got sent home, uh, me and him were working every day in and out uh, for, for months. And then when we came back, we were still working together. So, you know, we've, we've had a lot of time together and I'm excited for this year and, um, yeah, uh, my off-season training really. Um, me and Tyler were at the same facilities um, in Arizona. Different trainers and different things, getting field work in the weight room, all that. Um, yeah, it was fun, and we're ready to go. Hey, Johnny. So, with the departure of of so many players on the offensive line, and of course with Justin and, and some of the guys in the running back and receivers room, you know, how's it been just being one of the few veteran guys in this offense? And have you kind of felt like you stepped up as a as a vocal leader or or just um, I think my, my, my vocal leadership has definitely um, increased since last year. Um, I feel like, I, feel like I, I need to do that in order for us to be a great team. And um, I'm just excited. You know, I've always wanted that leadership role. I've always wanted to be a captain for this team. And, you know, that's something I put, I put pride in. And I'm excited. That's cool hearing that from Johnny Johnson. I think a guy who wants to lead is, is important. You know, not everybody has that, that, that just sort of want or, or need to lead. But we heard Alex Forsyth talk about that a little bit and how he wants to earn that leadership role, Michael Jordan quote, actually. And now I think Johnny Johnson feels very similar. You've got some great, great guys. After really losing some leadership, the entire offensive line, Justin Herbert, uh, and you talk about guys like Javon Holland, Penny Sewell, Thomas Graham who have opted out, uh, you know, guys like that that are leaders. Doc, you're going to need some of that. And I think – the leadership for this team 
just hearing these guys talk this week, it's in good, it's in good hands. Uh, it's in really, really good hands. Tomorrow on the show, Lisa Pearson is going to join us, senior women's administrator, one of the corner office occupiers here for the Ducks. Uh, we're also going to hear from Brian McClendon. We didn't get to that today. And some more interviews after practice tomorrow. This is great. Hearing from everybody. See you tomorrow. Okay, men. This is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. Cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. you got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments, because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Show the world that you're tougher than tough. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Hundo P Hundo P Adjective Short for being 100% sure or certain As in, if we get a puppy, I'll Hundo P always walk it You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council a ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update. I'm going to let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. Listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Oregon Sports Network. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.